Hello, you're watching the Le Novel Esprit video series on the theology of body. This is this video is on audience 16. We are your hosts. I am Jeremy Haasider. And I'm Guillermo Moreno. So we're going to begin this episode with talking about the irradiation of love. So all the concepts we have been talking about thus far, JP2, we're going to argue, are rooted in divine love. And this includes the concepts such as original happiness, beatification, original nakedness, and spousal meaning of the body. And we can go on and on, I'm sure. Now, this rootedness in divine nature is because only love creates and only love loves what's good only love creates what's good only love enjoys the good and since we know that creation itself is good then this tells us that love has to be the author of creation so creation is created out of an act of love so from this JP2 wants to emphasize now on the concept of grace. So the first man and woman are in a special state of spiritualization due to an irradiation of holiness by the Holy Spirit. And John Paul II wants to focus on this um, part of a verse from Luke chapter 3, verse 38, where it says, Adam, son of God. This of God refers to the special state of the first man, of this in being the of God. And to connect some of our ideas from previously, we talked about beatitude or the be beatifying function. And this we talked about is happiness. And so JP2 wants to connect happiness with the concept of love and by explicitly stating that, quote, happiness is this being rooted in love, end quote. So when we talk about the original happiness of the first man and woman, it is a emergence from love and initiated by love. And so JP2, if I recall from the very first audience, he wants us to go back to the beginning following the words of Christ. And now he gives a definition of beauty or not beauty, but of beginning as quote, the original and beatifying immunity from shame as a result of love. He's going to Oh, end quote. He's going to develop what role shame has in regards to love in the future audiences, but we can already observe how love is going to be foundational to the meaning of the beginning. Um, Guillermo, are you there? Yes, I am. And my thoughts on this topic specifically. Uh, it'd be way too long of a tangent, 
I will just briefly reiterate something that I mentioned a while back about Adam being the covenant mediator. Now, the reason why Adam and Eve have grace is because they are in this filial relationship with God. So they have God's life in them. And I could, if I were to go on, that would be too big of a tangent, I think. But I just wanted to highlight this little bit. Okay. Did you want to develop that just a little bit more that, so we can kind of connect the dots? I'm afraid that I would jump the gun and go to uh, a future, Okay. Uh, the topic of a future audience. Okay. Sounds like we have to wait then. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. All right. And well, well, if actually before we move on, no, I'm really glad that your bullet right there on Luke uh, 3.38, it says, Adam, son of God. Yeah. Just reiterating the fact of divine sonship and divine sonship means having God's life. Yeah. This yeah, thank you, special Jimmy. sonship yes. is that special state of spiritualization. Mm. Yes. Okay. Good. We'll have to define what we mean by grace in this slide. So to kind of tie this into original innocence, we first want to mention just structurally the audience the first two paragraphs ends the first part of this section. So we've been talking about man in the dimension of gift. And JP2 focused first on the spousal meaning of the body. And now, as part of this dimension of gift, he wants to focus our attention on the mystery of original innocence. And so now we are going to transition from the spousal meaning of the body to original innocence. So we now get an introduction to original innocence. So original innocence is a mystery that properly belongs to the mystery of creation. And it belongs to the situation of man before he has knowledge of good and evil. Man is outside of this knowledge. The state of original innocence refers to man's condition before he disobeyed God and ate from the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So, when we tie this concept of original innocence to grace, we note first that creation as a gift is in its deepest dimension defined by grace. And JP2 defines grace as the participation in God's inner life and holiness. And this holiness is the inner source of original innocence and original justice. So creation as gift brings us to the dimension of grace and grace is the source for original innocence. In other words, we could say that God's inner life is the source for the first man's state of original innocence. Now, the body is an eyewitness to this original innocence. And our evidence for this is because of the fact 
that Genesis 2 describes the first man, first woman as being naked without shame. And so if we take the negation of that, if you are naked with shame, this implies the concept of defilement. And then there's this interesting footnote, footnote 27, where JP2 talks about the meaning of nakedness in the ancient Near East, where nakedness represents a loss of freedom. And if one was naked, it was because they were a slave, a prisoner, or a criminal. And in contrast to nakedness, when we talk about clothing, the more clothes one wore, that meant the more dignity he or she possessed. So that's a kind of an interesting language, or just uh, that's just an interesting use of language and how it helps. Um, I guess just collaborates with the reality of what we are getting at here with nakedness, shame. So original innocence then belongs to the grace of the mystery of creation. And this mystery is going to include that that reciprocal disinterested gift of self, the communion of persons and the spousal meaning of the body. You there, Guillermo? Yes. And, and I don't have anything to add in this slide. Okay. Does that mean then you have something for a future slide? I most likely do. Okay. We'll have to find out then. Sweet. All right. Now, after introducing original innocence, JP2 introduces the concept of historical man. And historical man is all of humanity that are in the state of original sin. So every one of us, after Adam and Eve ate the fruit, each and every one of us, it belongs to this historical man. Now, important point is that there is a continuity between historical man and original innocence. Historical man is not separated from original innocence, and he can still obtain knowledge of this state. And shame is going to be our point of departure for discovering this knowledge. So I guess the, the method that JP2 is going to adopt is by looking at the experiences of historical man, he's going to look at guilt, sin, and shame. The experience of shame will be our point of departure. Now, original innocence is going to exclude two concepts, shame of the body and in the relationship between male and female, and the need of shame in man's heart and conscience. Yes, Guillermo? No, nothing. Okay. Sounded like you're about to interject there. No. Okay. Just excited, huh? Pretty much. All right. And then original innocence is going to refer to a state or a condition of the human heart and conscience and the situation of original righteousness. Let's see. Now, 
Uh, interesting term that JP2 uses is historical a posteriori. Now, when I looked in the back of the book, um, the translator of the Theology of Body, Dr. Michael Waldstein, has a quite extensive index and glossary. So it's a great resource in that regard. And in there, he defines it as an account from what is later. So a posteriori is Latin, the a referring to from and posteriori as later. So historical a posteriori is an, an account from what is later. And while this is true, I feel like it misses some of the meaning of what JP2 is getting at. Because while we are looking at the situation of historical man, it is certainly take making an account from what came later, because we are in the state of original sin that is after original innocence. But on the other hand, it is through the experience of historical man. So if we think about the philosophical meaning of a posteriori, just how that phrase is used within philosophy, then it means knowledge obtained through experience. So when we talk about historical a posteriori, we're talking about a, a knowledge obtained through historical experience. And that sounds to be a little bit more precise what JP2 has in mind, since he wants to talk about the historical experience of man through shame, guilt, and sin. So that's just a note about some of the terminology. Now, original innocence conditions the beatifying consciousness of the spousal me of the body. Now, remember, beatifying is referring to happiness. So the beatifying consciousness is this consciousness of happiness, that we're happy. So original innocence is the condition for us to be conscious of the happiness of the spousal man of the body. And original innocence is also going to signify a purity of heart and this tranquil witness of conscience. And it will be through this witness of conscience that our consciousness of the spousal being of the body can become beatifying. So it's clear that there's a continuation between, and I don't know if I, I don't know if it's accurate to say original man and historical man. In other words, that which we uh in a manner of speaking, had in the beginning, well, we still have it. We could still have an experience of the spousal meaning of the body, unlike um, original innocence because of our fallenness, but like original innocence, um, insofar as, as, We never lost that image and likeness of God in and of itself. Yeah, I think uh, another way of expressing that, Guillermo, is that 
we can still encounter the reality okay. of the spousal man of the body, even in the state of original mm. sin. Oh, awesome. Yeah. No, that is a great point that you brought up. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's always important to point out the continuity. Yes. And how the concepts relate to each other, especially when we have so many things running about now. So many ideas and notions introduced. It, I just want to point how how Christ's conversation with the Pharisees really just speaks volumes of the questions that man has to towards God, towards the church, and right. the answers are there. And okay, we either you know he who has ears to hear, let him hear. And yeah, it's uh, it, not to go on a tangent, but <laughs> well, faith and reason do kick in. And so far as well, right. this, I, this makes sense. And while well, I need the faith to be, to have that openness to what God uh, has revealed and is revealing. Yeah. Um, I think one thing I want to add to that is mm -hmm. to the listener, if you're wondering what passage Guillermo was referring to it's Matthew 19. Yes. It's that's that's the context of the entire theology of body thus far that we've been the reason why we've been looking at Genesis because Christ told us to go back to the beginning and look mm -hmm. at that. All right. Yeah, thank you, Guillermo. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's the end. Holy. You know? All right. So with that, thank you for watching this video. If you've been enjoying our content, please subscribe to our YouTube and other social media platforms. Please consider making a financial donation through either PayPal or subscribing to our Patreon. Your financial support goes towards maintaining our website and the purchase of books so that we can continue our research and to keep producing those articles, videos, resources that you all love now let's see here if you notice we have our website many articles on theology all sorts of topics big one though is vatican two we also have our podcast you can find podcast information there um guillermo yes anything you want to say in particular about the podcast yes so we upload our episodes on buzzsprout you can listen to us directly on buzzsprouts or you can access uh links to other podcast platforms on the buzzsprout website you can find our episodes on other platforms including apple podcasts spotify and google podcasts among many others yeah you can find links for all of our social media the bottom link at com slash subscribe. All right. Anything else, Guillermo? No, I will just uh, yeah ask all of our listeners to keep us in your prayers, to keep our mission in your prayers. Please and thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for that. Please mm -hmm. pray for us. Uh, and I guess with that, goodbye. God bless everyone.